You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. A Broken Heart is the title of this devotion. I believe that there is not any human being that goes through this life and all the things that we go through in this life that will not encounter a broken heart. And what we do when we have a broken heart can make all the difference to what our nature and character becomes like. Often people have been marked in a way that there is a continual reminder of the brokennesses they've gone through. And I don't believe that God would have you build a memorabilia, a a statue to past failings, to past circumstances that constantly keep them alive in your lifestyle, in your character, in your nature. I do believe without a question that you can look at people and realize they've been broken. They've been broken. Why? There's a sweetness. There is a lack of self-confidence, self-seeking, self-exaltation. There is a humility. There is a brokenness of heart there. And that is something that really only God can truly perfect in us. I do believe we need to do our part. You see, here in Hosea, I was going to read to you first. Let me go ahead and read it. Psalm 34, verse 18. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and saves such as have a contrite spirit. And here in Hosea, and um, Hosea chapter 10, verse 12, it says, Sow for yourselves righteousness, reap in mercy. Break up your fellow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord till he comes and rains righteousness on you. Break up your fellow ground. Of course, he's using a farmer's symbolism of the, f- the ground that is hardened and that needs to be broken up so that the water doesn't run off, but that the water can enter and that the seeds that are sown there can spring forth. And the heart of man has a natural tendency of the flesh, of the Adamic nature in us to grow hard. And also because of the deceitfulness of sin, it says in Hebrews chapter 3, that surrounds us, that we have a natural tendency to grow hard. But it is so important that that heart is broken up. And often we are living in a kind of spirituality that, well, I shouldn't say it like that. While what I was going to say is true, but no matter how 
spiritually anointed you are and live in a tenderness with the Lord, it's impossible to escape the trials of this life that every time deepen that true brokenness of heart, that contrition of spirit, that I am nothing, I have nothing, I can do nothing without you. Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing in John 15. David says, apart from you, I have nothing, Lord. There is no goodness apart from you, Psalm 16, verse two, David says. And so you, you go through these circumstances where maybe everything that you have in this life is threatened and there's this breaking into God, which is really the thing I want to encourage you with. Break into God. You can always see the true religion of somebody by where they go when they're broken, what they do when they're broken. When their life is broken, what do they do? And this is why I think an early prayer life, the morning watch is so essential that we constantly are renewed in His mercy every day to live the life that He gives and that we live in such a readiness that when circumstances of life break us, we break into that mercy. We break into that submission to His hands that we say, Lord, I'm yours. All that I am and all that I have is yours. I'm in your hands. I trust you. And that is the kind of brokenness that forms a character in us that pleases our loving Father because it is identified by how faithful He was, how merciful He was, how true He was, how He was there for you, how He never left you, He never forsook you. You see, you, you have this character that people taste in you. My goodness, you have such faith. You have such assurance. When you talk about it, it is so real to you. Where did that come from? It, folks, it came by revelation, but the revelation mostly came in times of brokenness, in times of contrition, and in times like David here in Psalm 51. You know, in Psalm 51, David was, he was breaking up the fellow ground of his heart. He had grown hard through the deceitfulness of sin in his, in his lust for Bathsheba and in this terrible cruelness of misusing his authority to take the life of her husband, Uri. And, and it, it's, it's unbelievable that David can have stumbled so harshly. And yet, when he was confronted with his failings, he didn't fight back. He broke. He broke. He broke into God. And he said, create in me a clean heart, Psalm 51, verse 10, O God. Renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence. Do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me by your generous spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners shall be converted to you. Deliver me from this guilt of the bloodshed I've committed, O God the God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of your righteousness, O Lord. Open my lips and my mouth shall show forth your praise. For you do not desire sacrifice or else I would give it. You do not delight in burnt offering, but the sacrifices you long for, Father, the sacrifices of God are a broken heart. See, David understood what the Father wanted from him. He wanted that brokenness of heart to be offered to God. 
Listen, dear friends, when Christ gave himself there in Gethsemane, as he prayed for the will of the Father to be made manifest in its fulfilling powers in him, and as the Son of God, he sought to embody as the Son of Man the will of the Father. And he was travailing with drops of blood as he sweat in agony against what he knew was facing him. And he was wanting the will of the Father to be done. He didn't want evil to prevail. He didn't want the tragedy to prevail. He didn't want the hardships, the cruelness to prevail. He wanted the will of the Father, despite all of that, to prevail. And he labored in prayer, Father, I want your will to be done in all of this. Yes, I know I'm gonna go to the cross tomorrow morning at nine o'clock. Yes, I know I am being betrayed by Judas as I'm praying here before you. I know Peter will deny me. I know my disciples will leave me, but Father, let your will, your will, your will be done. Come on, friends. When your heart is broken, yes, Lord, I don't know how to recover my marriage. Yes, Lord, my child has died, Lord. Lord, my parents have turned their back on me. Lord, what is it that you are, that's breaking you again and again and again and you're so broken? What the Heavenly Father desires of you is that you offer it to Him. Jesus kept interceding and interceding and He offered to the Father by the eternal spirit a perfectly broken heart, so to speak, as his blood poured out of that heart together with water as they pierced it with the spear. When they pierced his sight with the spear as is prophesied in the book of Zechariah and the blood and the water flowed out of that heart, my dear friend, it was perfectly given to the Father. And there was absolutely no evil that could withhold the perfect will to be done to resurrect the Son of God so he be the firstborn of all that he has now called out of darkness to light, that he would be the firstborn of many sons being brought to glory. Oh, don't ever waste a broken heart. Personally, for me, Robert, I do best when I live in brokenness of heart and contrition of spirit. I do best. I, I, I want to live in it. And the only way that I can truly live in it is through the morning watch. I get up early in the morning and the Holy Spirit, the comforter, the helper, the advocate, the interceder, the Holy Spirit who intercedes for the perfect will of God inside of me. He manifests in me as I begin to pray and instantly brings into me that beautiful, holy, heavenly comfort whereby my heart is completely broken, surrendered to the Father, not because of tragedy or trial, but because of His incredible love that compels me to love Him who loved me. And in that love, my heart is wholly given as a broken heart and a contrite spirit and the healing communion the restoring communion, 
the wonderful heavenly communion with my loving heavenly Father manifests in my whole spiritual body. And with that spirit, I wake up Virginia. And with that spirit, we are one in the Lord, despite that we're human, despite that we're so unusually unique in our personality, and yet we're so one and we have sweetness of friendship. And that power, God gives us to love our children and grandchildren and all the precious souls that we have the privilege of ministering to and meeting every day. Friends, don't waste a broken heart. Offer it to God and begin to have the morning watch where you get up every morning early and seek the Lord while he may be found and call him while he is near. Forsake all that would be contrary to him and turn to him with all your heart. And the Holy Spirit will begin to draw your heart up into that perfect communion with the Father and His Son. And you begin to live in that holy surrender of a true broken heart, that eternal spirit by which Jesus offered Himself begins to enable and empower you to give yourself, to offer yourself wholly to the Father through the power of the Son in you. Wow. It's kingdom come, thine will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Have a good day.